Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everyone. I pray you all well. Taqabbal Allah minna wa minkum salih al-a'mal. May Allah accept our deeds and may Allah forgive any mistakes and may Allah inspire what is yet to come. Ameen. Um, in tonight's taraweeh, once again, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught us and taught us and taught us and inspired us and inspired us and inspired us. There were so many lessons uh, the Qur'an uh, brought forth uh, during the recitation of, of the Imam. Obviously, I have to only pick one and even summarize uh, that one as per the charter of um, our Ramadan uh, reminders together. I think uh, the standout one that I'll go for um, is uh, in the ayat about Hajj. <clears throat> in the ayat about Hajj, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, um, he mentions that after the Muslims finish uh, on Arafah, now remember Arafah is a day um, that is so blessed, so special, and then we have the Hujjaj on Arafah praising Allah, begging Allah, remembering Allah, uh, asking from Allah, and uh, they are in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, throughout the day. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِذَا قَضَيْتُمْ مَنَاسِكَكُمْ فَذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَذِكْرِكُمْ Subhanallah. Allah says uh, that when you finish uh, that portion, uh, then remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah commands us to remember him after we remembered him. Subhanallah. This is dhikr. This is dhikr. And to be honest, subhanallah, I was thinking about this. I don't think, and Allah knows best, I don't think I have come across any act of worship in the Quran uh, that uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us about and commands to as he commands us with dhikr and teaches us about dhikr. Because it's not only during hajj. Uh, even with Jum'ah, for example, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَإِذَا قُضِيَةِ الصَّلَاةُ فَانْتَشِرُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَابْتَغُوا مِنْ فَضْلِ اللَّهِ وَذْكُرُوا اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا Allah, even with Jum'ah, He commands us towards dhikr after dhikr. He commands us to the dhikr, uh, towards remembering Him after the dhikr of remembering Him during the Jum'ah prayer. That when you finish this dhikr, remember Allah. Yani, it's one of those acts of worship that, are, that is commanded after an act of worship that is also filled with the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And thus Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu dhkurullaha dhikran kathira. That oh you who believe, remember Allah an excessive abundance, abundant remembrance. Right? With every act of worship, Allah tells us to observe that act of worship. But when it comes to dhikr, Allah adds an adjective. Remember Allah a lot. Remember Allah in abundance. Remember Allah in excess. Remember Allah after remembering Allah. La ilaha illallah. Now we obviously remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with our tongues. But we also remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with our bodies when we observe the salah, when we go for hajj, when we use our hands and give out charity, when we remove a harmful object off the street for the sake of Allah, when we are in the assistance of our fellow Muslim uh, brother or sister for the sake of Allah, right? And I say for the sake of Allah because this brings me to the third way uh, through which we remember Allah and that is through the heart. Yes. And this is where we lack brothers and sisters in Islam and we have to use this Ramadan to, uh, to, to, to inspire a revival. Uh, with regards to remembering Allah with our hearts. What do I mean by this? Well, uh, do you know that one of the functions of the niyyah is to make a norm of life. A norm of life, an act of worship. One of the functions of the niyyah is to convert a mundane activity of life into an ibadah. How? If you remember Allah 
when you do that act of worship. What do I mean by this? If you make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the objective behind you engaging that act of, uh, that activity. If you make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the objective behind why you uh, engage that particular activity, that activity stops being just a mundane act of life and it gets converted into an act of worship. Right? Going to school will stop just being about going to school. But it will be about going to school and building Jannah at the same time. Why? Because you, will, you would do it for the sake of Allah. So now it's, be, it's being done with the dhikr of Allah in essence. And Allah will reward you, thus your Jannah grows. Your job, if you make Allah the purpose behind it, it becomes um, an act of worship. And through it being an act of worship, you get rewards. If you get rewards, your Jannah grows. So going to work every day becomes a process through which you go to work and you build Jannah at the same time. Running on the treadmill or doing some activity at the gym will stop just being a mundane activity that benefits us only before the grave and can become an activity that benefits us both before the grave and after the grave. Why? If you make Allah your objective, you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You don't go to the gym just to get that six pack or to, you know, flex your muscles uh, but you, and to be fit. But you go to the gym. Uh, why? Because uh, the stronger believer is more beloved to Allah than a weaker believer. And because this body is an amana and you have to look after its health and Allah will question you about it. And because a healthier human being is more able in terms of the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than someone who is unable. right? And because uh, we are taught about the value of good health and and how it's a blessing and we want to look after it. So now you're going for, 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 you're going for the sake of Allah in essence because you remember, you're doing it. Why? Because Allah told you these things. So your time on the treadmill becomes a calorie burner as well as a Jannah builder. Subhanallah. Right? You go to work, you find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? In, uh, in, in, in your process by making him the purpose through which you do this process. You want to put halal sustenance on the table. You want to be a person that will have an upper hand because you are employed and you can help the ummah. Right? And that hand is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You want to represent the ummah in your field of, exp- of, of expertise. Like today we have our brother Muhammad Salah, subhanallah, uh, this footballer with Liverpool. Who is who? Who is changing the, the you know the, the face of uh, people's views with regards to Islam, right? Inshallah, his intentions are sincere, but in, perhaps they are because we're seeing the effects of his efforts, right? So he's representing the ummah in his field. So his time on the football pitch, inshallah, is also a gender-building exercise. I think you get the picture, brothers and sisters, in Islam. So in summary, today's lesson is about the importance of dhikr and how Allah commands us to dhikr after dhikr, commands us to the worship of dhikr after commanding us to other worship. And dhikr is done with the tongue, done with our bodies, and also done with our hearts. And the most important lesson is the, uh, or the most important mention of this uh, broadcast today is the action point that we need to sit down, list all our activities in our day. And find a way to make those activities about Allah so that we spend that day remembering Allah and making that day a Jannah building exercise as well. And by the way, our night as well, because if you sleep, making Allah the reason uh, by which you sleep, meaning you sleep for reasons that are, uh, uh, are taught to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then even whilst you sleep, trees are planted for you in Jannah, streams are dug for you in Jannah, palaces are built for you in Jannah. Allahu Akbar, the power of Islam and Iman. Let us engage brothers and sisters in Islam. I love you all for the sake of Allah. Until next time, Salamullahi alaykum wa rahmatuhu wa barakatuh.